Welcome to Pick and Roll. This is your daily NBA betting show on the board NBA, the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. On this show, we go through various basketball-related discussions before going into Pips' best bets of the night. And yesterday, we are pleased to say we had two winners. We're going to recap those in just a moment here. But I want to remind you guys that if you're watching on Twitter, make sure you're following the board NBA and also like and retweet the stream if you want to support a little bit more. And if you are on YouTube, make sure you drop a like and subscribe to our channel. So a couple of pieces of discussion before the recap and the picks here. And uh, one player that me and Pips are both quite fond of in the NBA, and he had, I would say, maybe the best game of his career yesterday, OG Ananobi. Not, you know, the glitz and glamour sort of name that you maybe see us talk about a lot of the time, but OG, maybe an unsung hero of this Raptors team. Siakam not playing, Gary Trent not playing, OG drops 32 on 13 for 18, maintains DPOY level defense. Pips, uh, I know you liked what you saw as well from him. Yeah, that- I'm a huge fan of him for like a couple of years now. And yeah, I I just, I, I fell in love with his defense and his offense is coming, coming along over the last three seasons. And yeah, it's just great to see some, someone like him getting the reps. And yeah, it was pretty amazing. I think uh, the second half, when they just started uh, setting a stagger screen uh, for him to come down and Fanfleet was just feeding him like five to five or four straight possessions, and he was just killing it. And you, you guys got, I think, like 21 0 run during yeah. that period. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And he was on, on one side, like locking down Jimmy Butler and doing great stuff, defensing on him, and the other side scoring like a true superstar. And it was just like amazing, amazing yeah. part of the game. I, I think one of the biggest things that's changed from this season is that he's getting to the rim a lot more often. He's not settling for mid-range. I mean, yesterday, mid-range he's was working strong. as well. He's he's very strong, and he's very athletic, and finally, he's starting to use it getting to the rim. Uh, admittedly, the Heat did not have Bam Adebayo, who may probably would have made a difference there, and they didn't have Tyler Hero, but uh, both teams dealing with injuries. OG saw weakness. Nikola Jovic played a lot of those center minutes uh, when Deadman wasn't on the floor. OG just had the answer for everything that he threw at him. So it was absolutely great to see. And we're seeing the offense really take a leap. And even the defense, I thought the the help defense was great yesterday. And that has looked much improved this season. But uh, we want to turn it from my Raptors over to Pips' Rockets because they pull off the huge upset win against the Dallas Mavericks yesterday. Uh, 101-92, I believe, was the final score. Dallas did not have Luka Doncic. And it looked like it. He played 40 minutes the night before in a win, needed some rest. He, he earned it. But this Dallas team, is there reason for concern that they looked this bad without Doncic playing? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Like, Luka Doncic is just getting so much load. And I don't think his, his body will, will be there, will be in good condition when the playoffs is there. I mean... Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets some injuries and was will be sidelined for some time because I don't think he he can continue doing this every night, day in day out, and play eighty games this season. And even if he does, when the playoff comes, he'll just be tired. And yeah, uh, I can I actually think we, we can see that in every game so far this season. 
when Dallas goes on a crazy run in the first half. I think they are like net rating is like plus 10 in the first half and minus 7 in the second half through the entire year. And uh, if you look at uh, Luka Doncic field goal uh, percentage through the quarters, it's just like going down, like 60% first quarter, 55 second, 45 third, and like 30% in the fourth, which is like a huge downswing. And it just as he gets tired during the game because he's carrying like every offense, 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 offense. And they, they don't have any, I mean, they have Spencer Dinwiddie. But there is no third ball handler. There is no one to handle the ball. So when Spencer Dinwiddie sits, it's exactly. all loop. Yeah. And last season they had Branson. That's why they went on a crazy run at the end of the season when Spencer came and they had Branson, Spencer, and Luca. And Luca had could play some off the ball, could just sit and rest for a few possessions. And now he doesn't have that. That's why we're seeing one of the highest usage games uh, seasons of any player ever. And yeah, I just don't think his body is is, is used to it, and I don't think he can handle it throughout the season. Yeah, I, I go into the season, I spoke about Doncic, and I was saying we're going to see some unholy usage ratings because, uh, usage percentage, excuse me, because the Mavs just don't have enough around him. They lost Brunson. They did not replace him. Sure, they brought in Christian Wood, but I was going to make the same point as you. Ball handlers. Dinwiddie's, I like, I really, really think Dinwiddie's a great player coming off the bench. I think he's fine as a starter, <laughs> but I think his best role is the six man, a great shot creator, come off your bench and help the star like Luka Doncic. One of the biggest mistakes that will always go down for the Mavericks is they had the opportunity to extend Brunson on four years, $50 million. They turned that down. Now, granted, they did not expect the rise that he had last season, yeah. but they lost him, did not replace him. And I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get to a point where Luca is starting to wonder if Dallas is the right fit for him, but he's been in the league a number of years now. They still have shown an inability to get talent around him. Uh, do you think it'll ever get to a point where Doncic maybe has to go somewhere else? So I'll just first want to say, like, obviously the biggest step back was Porzingis, giving him so much money when it was obvious right. that he's not the same player. And that put him, that put that contract put them in a really tough spot, and they gave out, gave up second best player on that huge contract for Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie is like six men at the best, as you said. And about this, I, I don't know actually. I don't. I would just had to examine their their roster contracts and everything. So maybe up in like next season. They have opened up some money on the on, on the team. I mean, they Luca actually has great role players like Reggie Bullock and Dorian sure. Finney Smith are like great defensive three and D guys. But yeah, he, act, he the only player he's miss, missing this season to compete is Jalen Brunson. Yeah, I mean, he needs some sort of co-star. They are like contender. Yeah, but now yeah, this is bad. Yeah. Um, Jameson not quite the co-star, but it was a big player that really helped them in the playoffs last season. You saw the way they took down the Phoenix Suns. That was incredibly impressive. I just feel like Doncic is so good that he just makes up for what the team lacks, and it makes it look better than they are. So they're always like a fourth or fifth seed. They're competitive in the playoffs. Like I think they've seen before, they had a competitive series with with the Clippers. 
but it, it, the team is just not there and maybe Doncic is just too good for them to realize where they they lack a little bit but as you said that Porzingis contract was a big factor in, in the problems they're having here so let's transition now into the recap of yesterday's plays Carl Anthony Towns goes over easily on the 21 and a half points actually got a good close at 22 and a half I was a little worried when the Timberwolves are blowing out the magic but thankfully the Timberwolves they 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 realized who they were Orlando almost came back but uh, overall uh, what were your thoughts on the T-Wolves because we've been critical of them this week and Carl Anthony Towns in particular yeah they they, they had amazing first half first half they were moving the ball like actually Towns had only like four points in the first quarter because he was just moving the ball didn't want to force anything he was just they were just moving the ball Edward started the the the, the game great scoring three 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 in like first two minutes and yeah I think they were looking great and Magic team is just not on that level even if even if the Wolves are not great yet and. They were up 30, and then in the second half, they went back to their isolation and stupid stuff and allowed Magic to come back into the game. But Magic team is just lacking any talent with all the injuries. They missed like eight players were out for this game. So, yeah, they just had ball, ball, and Franz Wagner doing like scoring and you can just rely on it especially when Gobert is under the rim and you need to shoot outside and yeah they just fell short but yeah they gave the run Towns played over 30 minutes and scored 30 points easily so I, I, I we actually need to be thankful for the magic for trying in this <laughs> thankful for the magic making it close late Towns covers easily another player who covers easily is DeMar DeRozan ends with 28 points uh, we had him over 24 and a half. Slow start for DeRozan. May have been slightly concerning. It seems like he turned it on a little bit in the second quarter, especially, uh, very much, especially the second half. I think he had 19 second half points. Is that what it, what happened with DeRozan? Yeah. And this was the one I was even more concerned about the blowout because, like, Trey Murphy will shoot from the logo and the shots were going in. Like mm-hmm. the shot making from Pelicans was just on the, another level. Yeah, they, they they were like over fifty percent from three, and yeah, they were up twenty five at that one moment in the fourth. And I was concerned would there wasn't even come back, but he did, and they made a run, and yeah, he scored at the end. He scored twenty eight easily, but in the first half he had the foul trouble, so he only played thirteen minutes in the first half. I think that's the main reason for nine points. Right. Because if he get another four to five minutes, as usual, I think he'll be like at 13 or and on the way to score 30 on the night. So great couple of wins there. We're going to try to find another win today. It's a small slate, but one spot that Pips really likes. Before we get into that, thank you to all the people watching on YouTube, people like Timothy finding a lot of value, as well as Adam finding tons of great value in this show. We appreciate all of our viewers uh, across all of our networks. Remember, you can watch this show on Twitter, YouTube, and you catch it afterwards listening on podcasts with Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But the game of focus is the Brooklyn Nets, who are uh, excuse me, visiting the Portland Trailblazers. And we've been critical of the Brooklyn Nets. Somebody who's maybe been more critical of the Brooklyn Nets 
is Kevin Durant, who has verbally called out how bad the starting lineup is around him, which just adds on to the wonderful chemistry they created. And maybe that has a partial factor into liking the Blazers and Anthony Simons today. Here's the play. So the play is atypical for our show, but considering the small slate, I just tried to find some edge, and I think this is our, the great the great spot to take. And the bet is same game parlay. Simon's over two and a half threes made, and Blazers' alternative spread plus 6.5. So we are betting that Blazers won't lose with six or more points spread. And that's minus 120 at... DraftKings and BetMGM. So, the reason I'm betting on Anthony Simons is obviously the Nets defense. They are allowing fourth most threes and they are allowing uh, the second highest field goal on those threes. And this graph shows the made threes from Anthony Simons over the last nine games. So, as you can see, he's scoring like four threes on average and last three games he scored five threes and let's be honest the Pelicans Dallas and San Antonio Spurs are not the great uh, matchup for threes they are above average and Dallas is actually one of the best teams and he still end up scoring five now three of these games and now he's getting the best matchup and we are betting only over two and a half threes which goes well I think the only thing uh, the only way for Portland to not cover this spread is for Anthony Simons and Dame Lillard to sh- shoot awful. And I think if Simons goes over this line, we are very, very, very well co- co- correlated with the with Blazers covering. And the interesting thing about this bet is the one game he didn't cover, he shot two from nine from the from the three. Like over the last uh, seven games. He took 11 or more field goal attempts for three in like only one, but one game. So yeah, if he's shooting like 10, 11, 12 threes a game, like even if he makes three, he's just way below his average and he's a great three-point shooter. He's shooting 39% career. So he will actually need like seven or eight threes three-point field items to cover this, and I think he'll get way, way more. One thing for sure, Anthony Simons is a straight shooter. He's going to continue to shoot, and we are shooting on him tonight. Just to recap that play for you guys again, we do have uh, a same-game parlay with the Blazers and the Nets. Anthony Simons over two-and-a-half three-pointers made, and the Blazers alternate spread at plus six-and-a-half. That is minus 120 at DraftKings and BetMGM. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into today's episode of Pick and Roll. We usually go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. There will be no show tomorrow. Pips is going to be away enjoying a holiday, and uh, we wish him the best and hope he has a good day there. And we hope we have a good day tonight with this bet. Remember, you can catch this on Twitter, YouTube, as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Rate and like five stars on those podcast platforms. Subscribe and like on YouTube retweet like and follow on twitter and you can also check out our shows our channels you follow me on twitter at jacob garania check out my youtube channel amateur sports follow pips nba at pips nba on twitter he sometimes gives out some more picks on this twitter account as well so make sure you're on there and we will see you on monday for more from the show thank you so much to everybody (laughs) 
We'll be right back.